0: Welcome to the Friday Night Blitz Game of the Week podcast presented by WFXR Sports. I'm your host, David Guzman. This is episode three, week number two of the 2019 season. We're getting you ready for our featured matchup of the week here in Southwest Virginia. This time it is Lord Botetot visiting Blacksburg. We will have extended coaches' interviews with Lord Botetot head coach Jamie Harless, as well as Blacksburg head coach Eddie Sloss. We'll also have a featured player that we will be spotlighting in this podcast. All that and more just ahead as we look ahead to week two. But. Now we want to look back at week number one and our first game of the week, of the 2019 season, which featured two teams with dreams and goals of making deep runs in the playoffs. Well, who doesn't have those dreams, right? Uh, This one was the Glenver Highlanders hosting the Galax Maroon Tide in their respective season opener. Glenver christening Galax's new turf field last year, so the Maroon Tide returning the favor by christening the Highlanders' new artificial surface. It was a very historic night and a special night for the Glenver program. This is how Sports Director Jermaine Farrell called the highlights on Friday Night Blitz in Week
1: 1. And now, the Friday Night Blitz Game of the Week, sponsored by Don Hudson Insurance. And as we go out there, a nice little ribbon cutting to officially christen the field. People out there doing what they have to do. Glenburg getting on the field, getting their run on, and they're fired up about the new turf. And also, Galax, they played on turf for a year, but they're good. Highlanders facing Galax coming off that run, scoreless in the first quarter. Galax with the ball, Cole Pickett to Denver. Brown, what can Brown do for you? How about a 13-yard score? Maroon tied up, seven-nothing. Same quarter, second quarter, same score. Glenver getting it done. Aiden Wolf to Nicholas C. Bolt, bolting his way in for the 40-yard score. We're tied at seven. Later on in the period, Glenver with the ball and it is Brady Loder, big man running. Look at that takes it in all the way down to the Galax three-yard line. A little bit later, Glimber is going to get the ball to James Street, plowing his way in for the score. Glimber takes the 14-7 lead. Under four minutes to go, same score though. Cole Pickett for Galax, doing his thing. He's going to get the ball and he's going to hook up on the pass down to the one-yard line. The next play, Pickett gonna call his own number. Yes, 730 score, but yeah, Pickett calls his own number, gets it in for the score. The missed extra point glimmer still with the 14-13 advantage. Over a minute left after a Galax interception, this is gonna be Pickett dropping back to pass, going deep to Z.J. Zach Johnson. Mr. Johnson if you're nasty. 63 yards with a score. Galax leading now 19-14. And Galax will go on and they win this one 32-29. What a shootout.
0: That was Sports Director Jermaine Farrell on the call of those Game of the Week highlights between Galax and Glenver. And after the game, I caught up with winning head coach from Galax, Mark Dixon, to talk about the
2: keys to the victory.
0: Coach, you said you need to clean up a lot of preseason mistakes. You guys bounced back twice in this game. How proud are you of the way your team performed in game one?
2: I thought we were really resilient. I thought we were, you know, we were cramping and maybe not in the greatest shape, but I thought our kids were resilient. Uh, I thought Tristan, the, the tailback that came in, was phenomenal. Uh, he did a heck of a job creating some uh, plays for us there, and then Denver ran great when he was in there, so I was really pleased with the, the running game, and I thought Cole Pickett made plays when he had to make them. Is what you, what you got to do when you play in big-time games. What sparked your team in the second half when you guys were down? I just you know, I keep telling them this is what it's about. If you ever want to win one or win a big game, then you got to be able to go to the wall with somebody. And when you play Glenbury, you're going to have to go deep in your tank if you ever want to win it. So that's why we play them. Cole Pickett, full-time quarterback now. How do you think he did in this game? Obviously, he made a lot of big plays. Oh, he was huge down the stretch. He kept making plays to keep us in the game, get a first down, extend, us, extend our drives. I thought him and uh, Tristan coming in really it was a nice combo there late in the game to keep the ball moving, keep the chains moving, and keep us in it.
1: Also, the job from Johnson there at wide out, three, three TDs yeah. tonight. Big threat down the field for you guys.
2: He was huge. I thought he made big-time plays, obviously the touchdowns, but then that first down down here was huge. Uh, he's just a tough cover, man. He's quick, and uh, he makes plays, and you can tell he loves the big moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what I didn't know, but tonight he wanted the ball, and he wanted it in the big moment. So that, that gives me chills.
0: Obviously, you always said this solidifies how you guys kind of carry out the rest of your season. What do you take from this one to you know improve upon
3: and, and really carry on?
2: I, well, I think one thing we still got an issue with penalties, but the one thing I told the kids is this one game in clear, whether we win it or lose it, they're not handing out anything tonight. Uh, I just wanted to see would we compete? Because I know Glimber never backs down, and I wanted to make sure we wouldn't back down. And uh, quite honestly, we had kids come off the uh, bench, not you know playing second teamers that showed up huge. So that's exciting.
0: And to play in this environment, uh, on a big occasion for Glenver, what does that say about your team,
2: how focused they were? Yeah, th- we were ready. I-, I think playing Glenver always makes our summer so good because if you show up and you're not ready, it gets ugly and it gets ugly quick. So the ability to stay in the game in the first half was my worry. I was hoping we didn't get blown out in the first quarter. So when we stayed in it, I thought, man, we're in good shape. And then the third quarter, we're all cramping. I thought, rut road, this is going to get out of hand. And the next thing, we come storming back. So, uh, you know, it was ebb and flow all night.
0: Galax head coach Mark Dixon after the 32 to 29 win over Glenver in week one it was a thrilling battle that lasted all four quarters Mark Dixon telling his team after the victory that those are the types of games that you need to play in order to be successful this season full four quarters of tough football with your backs against the wall Galax able to get it done against Glenver on the road on a night that was supposed to be a special night for the Highlanders. It was special. Both teams making history as they open up that new artificial turf field at Highlanders Stadium. But it's Galax who comes away with the victory. Uh, Cole Pickett proving to be an essential player for that team, both on offense but also on defense when he made that late fourth-quarter interception to help seal the deal for the Maroon Tide. Of course, Zach Johnson scoring three touchdowns, two of them in the second half. So, Galax moving on to week number two as a 1-0 team, and the Maroon Tide will host Martinsville this upcoming week. So, that closes the book on week number one, and now we move forward to week number two in our game of the week between Lord Botetat and Blacksburg. Both of these teams, 1-0, heading into this second week of the high school football season. We'll start with a look at Lord Botetat. This was a team that had to take care of business against Brookville, Coming off a 15 to 9 victory on the road, it was not easy at all. It took a late pass interference call against the Bees to help the Cavaliers, which eventually won thanks to an Evan Eller nine-yard touchdown in that final period. So Lord Botatot moving into week number two as a 1-0 team. However, they also caught the injury bug as Hunter Rice had to leave the game with an ankle injury. He was seen in practice on Tuesday with a cast around his ankle uh, We talked with Lord Bottetot head coach Jamie Harless About the status of Hunter Rice And what this team is learning From that week one challenge against Brookville and how they're going to Try to get it done against Blacksburg On Friday to move to 2-0 So right now here's our first interview Of our Game of the Week podcast It is Lord Bottetot head coach Jamie Harless <laughs> Coach, you guys had a tough week one challenge against Brookville. What is the biggest takeaway you get from week one? That's yeah, week one, a lot,
4: of, a lot of errors, a lot of turnovers, um, a lot of missed assignments, uh, things that if we cleaned up, we felt like we would have performed quite a bit better. But you come away with
0: the win. So what are some of the positives that you take away?
4: Uh, positives I take away is when you go into a place like Brookville, who's got the tradition they have and teams they typically have year in and year out. And you can have as many turnovers and penalties and missed assignments as we did, and we won the game. Um, I think we had Angel with us. I think
0: it must be tough to see Hunter Rice in a cast right now. What's his status right now? And I guess how's the team really rallied around that?
4: I mean, he's week to week. That's just kind of a stabilizing thing, right there. So he'll be back. Don't know when.
0: Clearly, he's still a part of the team. He's still doing everything he can. Um, how do you kind of fill that role? I just there's, you know, next guy up. Mm-hmm. Um, You guys have Blacksburg on the road. Uh, What kind of challenges Blacksburg um, pose to you guys? Same as they always are. They're
4: athletic. They're going to get their guys in space, and they're going to try to get uh, one-on-one matchups that they like. They're going to try to uh, do a great job on defense and outnumber you at the point of attack. Uh, Know a lot of those guys over there, a lot of good friends of mine. They're good coaches.
0: Talk about Evan Eller for a little bit and and kind of his performance in week one and, and how you kind of see him growing and improving.
4: The same as last year, just being very dynamic, running, throwing, you know, uh, you know, man, there's a reason he was State Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he had a, he had a heck of a game on defense uh, against Brookville.
0: What do you really like about your team right now? I, I think there, there are parts there that you saw in the game against Brookville, some glimpses of potential there that you can see down the road can, can really uh, make a statement.
4: Uh, they like each other. That's important. Um, I think all the kids like each other. I think they get along well. Uh, which means, you know, uh, the idea that they'll come together quicker. You know, we, we've, got some, we've got some new components that we've got on the team as far as new people filling in roles that they have not filled in before. So that, that's a learning curve there. Definitely a talented group of young men. Um,
0: comes together, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. Being tested this early is that kind of a, a positive moving forward?
4: Oh, absolutely! You know, we didn't get to get our second scrimmage in, so that was that was uh, you know one of those things that was always going to be you know a question mark going into this first game.
0: I know you guys love playing here, but there must be an advantage of playing on the road when the spotlight's not really on you guys, and you guys can be focused. What do you love about playing on the road? Yeah, I,
4: you know, I don't know. I always kind of feel like uh, we're that ant that's being stuck under a magnifying glass in the <laughs> middle of the time. So. I don't know that the spotlight maybe becomes more like a heat lamp
0: at that point though do you think this team really embraces having the target on its back Uh, yeah yeah, I think so I I think we kind of we've
4: gotten to that position where I think we're gonna always get everybody's best you know we're gonna get Blacksburg's best I have no doubt Uh, my hope is we bring our best though all
0: right last one what's Friday's game gonna come down to what's gonna be the key to victory for you guys
4: it's execution if If you know we've got to do, we've got to do exactly what we're supposed to do. You know, and I think they got to do exactly
0: what they're supposed to do. All right. Thanks, coach. Good yes, coach. luck on Friday. Thank you. Our thanks, of course, to Lord Botat head coach Jamie Harless for his time during practice on Tuesday as he gets ready for the matchup between the Cavaliers and the Bruins. So now we shift our attention over to Blacksburg. The Bruins coming off a 24-0 victory over Giles in the season opener. This was a game that saw quarterback Luke Goforth throw for 151 yards and two touchdowns in the victory. Goforth stepping up as a starter after Grant Johnston started at quarterback for the last three years. He's actually going to be our guest player on this podcast, so we'll hear from Luke Goforth in just a bit, but first we'll hear from second year head coach Eddie Sloss. Remember Blacksburg is a team that went all the way to the state semifinals last year. They're off to a great start to the 2019 season after a shutout win over Giles, so here now is Blacksburg head coach Eddie Sloss. (laughs)
5: Coach, I mean, a
0: a shutout victory over Giles—could the season have started any better for you guys?
5: Absolutely not. Uh, You know, we we start off with Giles every year. It's kind of a tradition. It's a rival. Uh, We got nothing but respect for uh, for Giles as they do for us. Um, You know, so. In the years past, you know, that game has gone either way. Um, so that they, they've, uh, within the last two or three years, you know, they, they've given Blacksburg everything that they've wanted and, and more. Uh, but uh, so, no, to, to come out on top like we did this past Friday night, I'm very pleased.
0: Well, I'm sure there's a lot of things you like from your team. Let's start with the defense uh, to get a shutout out of Giles on the road. What does that say about how cohesive that unit is and how everything's just clicking right now?
5: Well, absolutely, I, I feel like, you know, we got one of the best defensive staffs, in around, you know, we've got a lot of coaching experience. Um, you know, I feel like because we played Giles year in and year out and uh, we've played some other uh, teams in the past couple of years with a similar type of offense, such as Stanton River, I feel like we've gotten a pretty good um, idea of, of how to defend it. Uh, but our defense, you know, you know, it's just kind of a continuing tradition from last year. You know, they've done a Phenomenal job of you know stepping up and rising to the occasion of uh, playing against good football teams and holding them to a, a minimum of yardage. But uh, you know a few times you know during that game last Friday night, Giles did a great job of driving uh, the field. But our defense had a couple fourth down stops, and, and we were able to get our defense off the field for a little bit, which was, it was huge.
0: Offensively, Luke Goforth stepping in after. Three years of Grant Johnson. You can tell that he learned a lot from his three years as a backup quarterback, um, and, and working obviously with the JV team as well. Uh, when you saw him on Friday, how much of his success was coming off of learning from Grant last year?
5: Well, I think a huge part of what Luke has been able to do thus far um, has just been from learning from Grant, uh, from you know uh, playing behind him and um, being his backup and and uh, practicing with him and and uh, you know I would say a good portion of what we do is just kind of uh, built on tradition of you know you know before Grant was uh, his brother Isaac uh, so this is probably the first time in about five maybe six years that there's been somebody else besides the name Johnston at quarterback and uh, Luke has done a phenomenal job of stepping up and I think a lot of that is um, Due to you know just learning from Grant and his
2: performances, yes.
0: And do you get the feel also though that he is making the most out of this year? It's a senior year. He's a starter. He's kind of you know really embraced that role. <laughs> Pause for possible announcement. <laughs> uh, do you really feel like he's he's taking advantage of knowing that this is his one year? This is one shot.
5: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And you know, he has worked his you know, hind parts off. You know, off season. He's a three-sport player. Plays basketball, baseball, football. He's in early morning workouts or uh, before school starts. Uh, he's put everything into this program. Uh, you know, even before I got here, I'm sure he was doing the same thing. But yeah, he's he's definitely earned his spot. You know, and, and the, the guys respect him, and he's such a competitor. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing him play for the rest of this year. Yeah, how impressed are you with how he is as a leader, too? Very impressed. You know, he leads by example. He steps up, and he'll say stuff, but. Uh, a lot of kids, they, they just respect him, and, and he just kind of leads by example. His hard work ethic and his um, go hard mentality. And um, he, he, he's, a, he's a phenomenal leader for this program.
0: Overall, on offense, you have so many weapons. Uh, you also have a strong offensive line that obviously led to that success on Friday. What do you like about that unit, but also what are you also kind of tweaking, trying to clean up on that unit?
5: Well, I feel like we're getting better, you know, offensive line wise. We're very youthful right now up front. Uh, I feel like we've got some size. We've got some strength. We've had a big uh, offseason in the weight room and that has really paid off for us. Uh, so we're very young there uh, inexperience wise, uh, but I feel like we have enough talent behind those guys out wide and, and uh, uh, I feel like we'll get better as the year goes on. You know, right now it's just trying to stay healthy and just. Uh, uh, learning from our mistakes from each and every game.
0: I can tell that your team is very focused on themselves. As a coaching staff, how do you prepare against Lord Botetat and put them in the position where they can be successful?
5: Well, yeah, you don't want to kind of do things that you're not good at. You know, you, we just kind of prepare for Botetat. We just accept the fact that they are who they are. They're a big, strong, physical football team. I've got a lot of D1 commits or a lot of guys that can play, easily play at the next level. They're well coached. Uh, that is what it is. You know, so, but you just take the group of guys that you've got and, and uh, i got a phenomenal group of guys that are working hard and are very um, determined on you know, try to win this ball game Friday and just having a good week of practice and just preparing them to do uh, the best that they can.
0: This is a good test for you guys to see really how competitive your team is. What are you going to be looking for on Friday?
5: Well, uh, I'm going to be looking for um, from body to body. I'm expecting them to be very physical. Yeah. Going, obviously, uh, I look for them to try to take the ball out of our offense's hand. Um, offensively, we want, we want to keep our defense off the field, so we would like to sustain some drives and um, you know, and just kind of move the ball offensively and just kind of keep our defense off off the field. Um, you know, and I look for them to just to kind of. Keep our offense off the field and just, you know, three yards in the cloud of dust and just uh, wear us out. You know, that, that's what that's what I see as being their game plan.
0: It looks like, though, you also have a very strong defense that could keep up with a strong Lord Bataid offense. So what's going to be the key in this game? And I don't know, do you, do you see this being kind of a defensive battle? I mean, give, give me some insight into what you're expecting.
5: Well, absolutely. You know, you know, Coach Harless has had uh, phenomenal defenses over the years. Um, you know, so he's got a sound team and he's got a sound defense defense. Uh, I feel like our defense is just very comparable. You know, we got a, a group of guys that play hard uh, and, uh, every Friday night, and they, they show up and they compete. And uh, I believe they're fast, they're physical, uh, very athletic. Um, yeah, I look for a defensive uh, a game Friday night.
0: I asked your players about your coaching style. They particularly were t- talking about your emphasis on the weight room. Tell me about kind of your weight room mentality and how obviously important the work has to be done here in order to be successful on the field.
5: Well, absolutely. I think if you talk to 90% of the coaches out there, they're, they're going to tell you the same thing. Weight room is huge, but how much of them make an emphasis on it? Uh, you know, I, I don't know, but uh, I think if if they are sound in the weight room, uh, they're going to get stronger and they're going to get more physical and they're going to have more confidence in themselves. And ultimately, they're going to be able to compete against their teammates in practice, win those positions, and Friday night, hopefully, uh, take it out on the team on the, uh, the on the other team there. Finally,
0: how big will it be, obviously, to be at home? This is your home opener. Uh, very unique atmosphere, as always, at Blacksbury. And you don't have to go to Christiansburg this time. So, uh, how might that give you guys an advantage? Just to give you guys that extra boost of energy that the team might need?
5: Well, these guys enjoy playing at home. Uh, this, this is a special place. Um, you know, we enjoyed playing uh, at Christiansburg last year as well. You know, we kind of made that our home, and, uh, and we're very thankful for the, them allowing us to use their facilities. Um, but you know this is our home, home, and the, the guys are looking forward to this place. It is special to them, and and hopefully we can perform well Friday night. All right, coach,
0: we're looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Good luck on Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, our thanks to Eddie Sloss, the head coach at Blacksburg High School. His second year there, and already off to a great start after a. Emphatic victory over Giles, a shutout win. And now they move on to week number two as they prepare to take on Lord Botat And we now move on to our bonus interview for this podcast. It is quarterback Luke Goforth, who had a stellar start to his senior season. He is the starter for the Bruins after spending last season as the backup quarterback behind Grant Johnston. So, part of this interview, we talk about how much he learned from Grant Johnston, also very interesting in this interview how these two still keep in touch with each other and Grant being sort of a mentor to Luke throughout this season as uh, Luke tries to make a name for himself. As you just heard Eddie Sloss mention, this is probably the first time in about four, five, six years that someone other than a Johnston has been a quarterback for the Bruins and clearly off to a great start to the 2019 season. So without further ado, here's our bonus interview with quarterback Luke, go forth. Your first game as a starting quarterback. Uh, you know, this is kind of your full-time job now.
3: Yes, sir. Uh, what was that like for you? Uh, it was exciting to get out there. I learned from a great starter last year, Grant Johnson, who carried our team to state semifinals. He did a great job, but I feel like from his experience and me learning under him, Gave me the ability to go out and prove something last Friday night, and do everything I could.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember last year you got to touch the ball a little bit when mm-hmm. you know the, the conditions played in your favor. So, what did you learn from just those little experiences that kind of helped you prepare yourself for you know being the starter?
3: Yeah, it was those little experiences helped uh, helped me just getting seeing like live varsity reps, just the speed, transitioning from JV to varsity because I didn't play that much. Offense last year is just mostly defense.
0: Um, what's Grant up to these days? Was he at the game on Friday? Or? Uh,
3: he is in Lackawanna, oh, okay. uh, oh, Pennsylvania. Cool. So he's his season's starting up there. Cool, cool. Yes, sir. Um,
0: do you talk to him a lot uh-huh. still? I keep
3: up with him. He asked every game how I'm doing, and I keep up with him, see yeah. how his school's going. So. so
0: what was the conversation like after your first game
3: with, with um, Grant? He texted me, asked how I did. I told him a little bit, and then he was like, keep working, bro big things that come, and, I was, and then I talked to him, they're just now getting into their season, so.
0: What was the biggest thing you learned from Grant in terms of having that mentality of being a quarterback, being a leader on that team, being a leader of the offense? Uh,
3: always be a killer, go at it, uh, don't back down. Having that mentality that if you mess up, you always have next play to redeem yourself and always have confidence in the offense, line that they're gonna do their job, wide receivers, gonna catch the ball, running back in a bust through the hole, so.
0: Uh, on Friday, it must have helped that you also had a really strong defense that shut out us. How much more comfortable were you as the game progressed knowing that you also have a, a healthy lead?
3: Uh, it was it was nice having our defense put out a shutout. <laughs> having uh, that reassurance, like if we don't score this drive, that we know the defense is going to stop in the next, and then we're going to get the ball back, try to rescore. I think it was almost into half, I threw an interception, And then I had faith in my defense, and we ended up stopping them going into halftime.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you you know you're not going to be perfect, but you obviously want to try to be perfect every week. I'm sure you've looked at some film by now. Mm -hmm. What are the biggest takeaways from your end and what you saw?
3: Uh, just got to continue on reading the plays, quick guessing, just reading that safety if he goes back or forward, and finding an open wide receiver there.
0: All right, well, you got LB. Yes, sir. (laughs) It's a bit of a different challenge, but I know you guys are just focused on yourselves. So, how are you approaching this week's game, knowing how successful you were on Friday, but also knowing LB does present a
3: challenge? Yes, sir. Uh, Just sticking to what we're capable of doing, having the mindset that if we do our job, we can come out on top. We know LB's big boys that are going to play as hard as they can, so we just got to outheart them and do what we do.
0: What's driving you right now? What's kind of motivating you? Especially considering that, you know, you were kind of the backup for, for several years now. This is your one year.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, do you, do you put a lot more pressure? How do you handle pressure? How do you kind of block it out? I mean, t- take me through kind of your mental game.
3: Oh, uh, I just, it's just my time now. So I have to make the most out of it. Do it like I, if I miss, m- miss up, uh, I just can't keep focusing on that. Gotta gotta put it back in my mind, go on to the next play, be ready.
0: Talking about your offense, what do you like about that unit right now? What's really clicking for you guys? Because obviously it's not just you. You have to throw the ball to someone. You have to pass it on someone
3: who's going to run it down. Uh, well, offensive line gave great protection on Friday. And then when you have the option to hand off to Brian Mitchell, him your seven, seven yards of carry easily, then you have Kareem, Josh, Nathan, Blake, getting open on corners, safeties, easy.
0: Is this kind of the deepest you've seen or one of the deepest you've seen in your four years I mean you, you, it seems like you guys always have <laughs> weapons but I mean you're just rallying off those names it seems like you guys have an arsenal. Yeah,
3: we've uh over the past four years that I've been on the team we've we've been pretty deep but I think this year we have a special group of guys that just depth chart is pretty deep that no matter who we throw in there they're going to get the job done.
0: The last question for you what's going to be the key to winning on Friday?
3: Uh, doing what we're capable of doing go 100 miles an hour every single play And having faith in our teammates.
0: Appreciate it. Good luck on Friday. Thank you. you. All right, our thanks to senior quarterback Luke Goforth of the Blacksburg Bruins for his time and his honest opinion about how he's doing and for giving us some insight on how he's learned from Grant Johnston and how they still keep in touch and how he's uh, planning to make the most of this senior year, his one year as a starter for the Bruins. He's clearly learned a lot from being the backup quarterback, and now he has his chance, and clearly he has the confidence of his team and head coach Eddie Sloss. It should be a very interesting matchup. Uh, Again, a lot of physicality, a lot of athleticism. These are two teams that made it to the state semi semifinals in their respective classes. Uh, Blacksburg making it to the state semis in class four. Lord Botata doing the same thing in class three. So both programs very highly regarded and it should be a fascinating matchup that we'll get to see in week number two of the high school football season. It's on Friday and this leads to the close of our podcast. Remember, Friday Night Blitz airs at 11 o'clock on Friday nights, right after WFXR News 1st at 10. It's hosted by sports director Jermaine Farrell. You can follow WFXR Sports Online, on Twitter and Instagram, just search for WFXR Sports. Uh, Remember, you can catch the highlights of our Game of the Week as well as so many other games. Of course, we'll also post those highlights on our website, WFXRTV.com. You have been listening to the Friday Night Blitz Game of the Week podcast presented by WFXR Sports. Until next time, I'm David Guzman signing off.